Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Pottermania. I'm your host, Ash. And I'm Yasmina. And for this week, we're going to be reviewing Chapter 3 from Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, while we briefly summarize the chapter, share our thoughts and opinions. So delving right in, and just to give you a brief summary of what we had been able to read from this chapter, we start off discussing the aftermath of the Brazilian boa constrictor episode. Dursleys had put the full blame on Harry as he had to endure a long punishment because of something that was totally out of his control and which he hadn't voluntarily done. The chapter once again delves into the bullying Harry faces by Dudley and the Dursleys as initially he gets excited of being separated from Dudley and not having to face the wrath of him and his friends since Petunia and Vernon say that he'll be going to another public school. It was annoying seeing Dudley's say commentary such as They stuffed people's head down the toilets the first day at Stonewall, but it definitely was so nice to see Harry being a bit more sassy in this chapter and giving it back to Dudley rather than just taking all of the shit. We see Vernon and Petunia mollycoddling their spoiled bride of a child for reasons beyond anyone's knowledge throughout the chapter as Petunia cries after seeing Dudley in his new uniform and then proceeds to give Harry Dudley's old clothes or more like rags that she was intentionally dying for him. The most lovely part of this chapter was the way J.K. Rowling described the letter episode um, as Harry went to retrieve the mail one day and saw a letter that had been personalized for him with an address and an emblem and a large letter H. However, once Dudley, sorry, however, once the Dursleys get their hands on the letter before him, they're shaken with fear and keep it away from his reach. We then see various scenarios of multiple ways that they try to get the letter away from Harry. Um, However, the letter also coming back to Harry in various different means as well. For example, through the eggshells that they bought, multiple letters flying through the chimney, um, and also through the mailbox, which Vernon tries to nail shut. However, Harry is... Sorry, however, Harry is still able to get his hand... Still not able to get his hands on it. And hysterically... Vernon decides to drive them off to a faraway area near a shack in the middle of the sea where there's crazy storm with the hopes that the letters will never reach him nor disturb them again. We also learn toward the end of the chapter that it's indeed Harry's birthday and he counts down the days until he turns 11, which was a heartbreakingly beautiful but sad moment to watch as well, since he clearly doesn't expect anything except for momentary peace. And then the chapter ends with someone thumping down the door to their shack. So that was kind of um, my take on the chapter. Is there anything in specific that I might have missed out? I tried to like briefly summarize it in the best possible way. But anything that you caught on, Yasmina, like a moment that caught your attention or a favorite moment? Um, I mean, you did a really good job summarizing. You really touched on the <laughs> the most important points. I don't think yeah, I would have done as good best. of a job. Um, <laughs> but for me personally, I don't necessarily have a favorite moment in this chapter. Um, but I do find it quite funny how irrational the Dursleys are. Yeah. I mean, they literally lose their shit, yeah. end up going on a shack in the middle of nowhere to escape the bombardment of the letters. I feel like there could have been a rational way of handling this. Like, I know personally, if I was in their place, because I just can't handle all that pressure. Um, I would just let Harry read the letter. Like I would just I give it to him and be like, here you go. Like, I don't really care. Here you go. Here's the information. Um, because I would know deep down since I 
like I know that the Dursleys have some idea of the magical world. I would know deep down that I would not be able to outwit the magical world. And so I would just simply give up and be like, here's your letter and let's move on because trying to escape it was just not a clever move. Um, But what about you? Was there something that like was funny or caught your um, attention while reading the chapter? Yeah, there were several moments just before mentioning mine and just, you know, touching back on what you said. I found it so ridiculous because, you know, you're right. Clearly, they threatened by him potentially possessing the knowledge that he's a wizard. So they try in every which possible way to get the letters out of his reach. But then you also see moments where Petunia and Dudley look at Vernon and they're like, daddy's gone mad because he went absolutely crazy just taking them into like the middle of the sea where the storms are at just because he does not want the letters to reach Harry at all. I mean, they must have predicted at one point that obviously he would come to realize the truth about like his heritage and where he's from and whatnot and I guess like it makes sense they probably felt really like threatened and they did want to keep him away from knowing his true identity I don't really know like too much of the reasoning behind it I think um you know throughout chapter three and chapter four we kind of get insight into the fact that obviously Petunia was very envious of her sister and whatnot which we'll touch on later but it's still just never made sense as to why like it was such a big deal you know what I mean because anyway they were thinking about taking him to a different school and separating him from Dudley in a way it kind of I don't know I kind of felt like in the first few chapters they also felt burdened by him so you would think that him going to another school would actually relieve their stress or whatnot yeah but I I mean again at the end of the day it doesn't like um, tie up or with their image and yeah. all they've ever wanted was to be normal. So to them, they'll Makes go yeah. above and beyond to make sure that they maintain that normality. So having someone go to a wizarding school and people just asking questions like, where is he? Um, yeah. How come we don't see him? All these kind of questions. They don't want to attend to that. Yeah. Um, but at but the I same just time, find it really like- funny how drastic they were with it. Cause I'm like, eventually you would expect that any kid it's gonna catch scenario. up to them yeah yeah exactly and then he just takes them to the middle of the sea it was it was actually funny to read but um for me the moment that caught my attention was actually like when harry received his letter like the first moment mm-hmm. um and reading the description of the scenario where it was like the letter was addressed mr h potter the cupboard under the stairs it was just so like witty and personalized and it was like kind of weird in a in some sort of a way because you could tell that the folks from Hogwarts actually Dumbledore was like closely closely watching him and they clearly yeah, knew I, like what condition he was in yeah sorry you were saying it gave like no no it just I was gonna say that it gave like stalker vibes because they yeah. knew exactly like I understand if they knew where he was living but the fact that they knew yeah. he was under the cupboard and then they know that he's yeah. staying at a hotel and then they know which shack he's at like to me that feels like a breach of privacy oh no 100% so A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I felt like the letter, the way it was personalized was very cute because it was like Mr. H. Potter, the cupboard of the stairs. But it's kind of weird at the same time, too, because like it got me thinking you guys knew what condition he was in and everything and just didn't really reach out or do anything about it. I don't know. Anyway, so that was the moment that kind of stood out to me. Um, Moving on. 
Are there any specific characters that stood out to you from this chapter? Um, do you want Not me to start really. Go ahead? Oh, sorry. No, no, <laughs> I, no, I mean, sorry. my, my yeah. answer was just going to be short. Um, not okay, really, because yeah. obviously the chapter is very much focused on the Dursley's treatment okay. towards Harry. So mm-hmm. I find this chapter, like Harry was heavily subjugated by the, the Dursleys and their mm-hmm. discrimination against him reached its peak so i don't yeah. favor anyone um if any character would have stood out to me it would probably just be harry and how he managed yeah. to handle the whole situation because i know yes. i would break and run away if i was in his place um but uh, i don't know did you feel like anyone stood out to you in a good for, or a bad way for me not in a good way to be honest because you know the whole chapter itself just emphasized on bullying and everything i 100 agree with you about the subjugation um I found that whole scene of like the Dursley's fear when Harry had gotten his letter to be super funny. You could kind of see Vernon feeling so powerless at that moment, which was, which is kind of like, I liked that part if I'm being honest, because you throughout the past chapters, just see them being so rude and feeling so like dominant. And at that moment, he just kind of felt like powerless because he was scared that a secret of Harry's would come out or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, so that kind of stood out to me. And it was also funny how for the first time you saw the Dursleys kind of shutting Dudley up because he was being super bratty about the letter too, mentioning, I want to open it. And I wonder who would write this to you, Harry. And this like really irked Vernon because he clearly wanted to shut the conversation and just like move on um, while Dudley just kept insinuating it more and more. So you see him for the first time scolding Dudley and putting him in his place, which was kind of nice. Um but and you clearly it clearly just shows them like reaching their peak so I found like Vernon at that point like pretty funny and ridiculous um yeah so those are the characters that kind of stood out to me Mm -hmm. um moving on just briefly how about like things we disliked from the chapter if you want I can start this I know you yes the previous ones okay for me I think the things that I really disliked about the chapter was um, obviously how the Dursleys like treated Harry and the bullying and everything. But I think it was Petunia specifically that annoyed me a lot only because you saw throughout the previous chapters that Vernon was already dominating and whatnot. But I found Petunia to be even more ridiculous because you could clearly tell when Harry was just asking, you know, random questions like she would just be super she would just get like angry for no reason and like look at him like as if he like committed a crime which is ridiculous because I'm like he's a 10 year old kid what do you expect him to do you guys already like you know give him dirty rags to wear and just give him like Dudley's leftover food and especially that one part in the chapter when Harry asked what are the dirty what the dirty rags in the water were um, and how J.K. Rowling describes Petunia tightened her lips as if he dared to ask a question and then proceeds to say, don't be stupid. It's your new uniform. I don't know why, but like that portion just like really irked me because I'm like, you're dominating the kid enough. And he's just asking like a random question. Ugh, I don't know. I, so, I don't know. I, I, I agree with that because I'm yeah. the same. Like the thing that I really disliked yeah. about these initial chapters was the Dursley's treatment towards Harry like yeah especially reading it this time around and just seeing how aggressive they are on the smallest things 
Like it was a genuine question. He was just confused. I think he just wanted to carry out a conversation. I mean, he spent the whole entire day in the cupboard or walking outside. Mm -hmm. He was probably interested or intrigued by what was happening. Yeah. And I mean, we've all been 10. We've all been uh, like around that age where you ask a lot of questions and it can get annoying, but I don't get that from Harry. I don't think he's annoying. I don't think he converses a lot. I think he just, you know, throws in a question here and there because he was taught not to ask any questions. And it just Mm -hmm. her responses, like, I just don't understand where all this you know, how spiteful and that hatred that comes from within. Like, I can't imagine a human being bottling in this much hate that they could just explode on a child every single day, you know? And Yeah. And it makes like no sense to me as well, to be honest, because look, here's the thing. Like, I, I know throughout the chapters, you can tell that Petunia was very envious of Lily, but in the end, it's her child. Like, I don't know. I don't know why, like, you know, the Dursleys in general and Dudley, like, irk me a lot. But I feel like Petunia, this chapter, like, really, like, pissed me off. Because there is still, like, a little bit of a familial tie. And she's a mother. She's like, a mother. Yeah. That's the thing like, that irks me. Like, we, yeah. there's always that motherly, um, like, nature of yeah. just somewhat caring for children. And it's like, mm-hmm. she's, his blood, like... He is the son of her daughter. He's not the son. He's not her nephew from like her husband's side. Then I would kind of, I wouldn't, I still don't under, I would not understand this treatment, but I would still be like, okay, it kind of makes sense. Like she, she doesn't like, you know, her, her husband's side of the family. This is her sister and Mm -hmm. her sister died and they left this child in her custody for a good reason. Like Dumbledore gave them a letter saying, you know, we have to leave him with you guys for this exact reasoning. Um, Mm -hmm. And he gave them a proper, like, you know, a proper reasoning to take care of him. And after all of this, she's still this aggressive. Like, I don't understand. I never, like, and honestly, I think it was also the way like JK Rowling described it. I guess she did like a pretty good job, but it just like, invoked like so much infuriation amongst me because throughout the chapter like you read you like you've been reading so much about like how Dudley and Pierce had been like annoying the kid how like Vernon was also super aggressive towards him as well but I think that part just like hit me in a weird way makes your blood boil yeah it makes it's like one of those like blood boiling moments and it's also like the way she wrote it Mm -hmm. mother and there's a familial tie and it doesn't really like make like a lot of sense to be honest like mm-hmm. why there's so much inbuilt hatred when really he's doing nothing like he's complying to everything you guys do he's under a cupboard like he's eating leftover food he's wearing dirty rags like he's enduring punishments for things that are beyond about himself so yeah never really made sense but I think it's fair to say that there are a lot of things we disliked from this chapter because I mean, you know, is there anything else um, other than the Dursley's treatment? I know that anything else that stood out to you or that's about it? No, no, that's about it. I mean, just overall, like just their treatment towards Harry was like a major dislike for me. I agree. Awesome. Perfect. And so moving on to the next portion, I mean, I know it's hard. I mean, it's weird to ask this question, but like, did you 
you know, kind of get like a learning lesson from the chapter. I know whenever we do like book summaries or read chapters, there's always like a lesson or a motto that you kind of take, even from difficult chapters that you dislike like this one. Um, yeah. So um, I think it's always helpful to like reflect on the chapter and try yeah. to figure out if there was like a theme that stood out or a mm -hmm. lesson that was learned. For me, like the overall theme I feel is that family isn't always blood. Yes, and that's that, that. I feel like that also ties into the lesson that I've learned is that family doesn't always mean family isn't always blood. And sometimes yeah. family that's blood related can be so bad and toxic for your mental health. Yes. Um, and so that's just like the overall um, theme that I got from the chapter. Did you get a similar theme or something? It's a different? very similar theme. And honestly, like when you mentioned this, like I was thinking about it as well. And I love that takeaway because it's true like it isn't necessary that someone that's in your bloodline will make you feel like family compared to maybe like another relation with a friend of yours who isn't blood um, mm -hmm. but for me another thing that I took away was I kind of saw how um, this chapter was like foreshadowing the future because obviously we've read the books before and we've also seen the movies and we know that things kind of get better for him but a lesson that I took away was like behind like many of the struggles that people face in general there's always going to be like a positive experience or a day at the end of it and it's kind of like karma you know because you do see throughout these chapters this kid facing so many struggles and we kind of know throughout like the movies that we watch that things do get a little bit better for him and when I mean a little bit I mean in the sense that he gets obviously introduced to Hogwarts, which we'll discuss much later. And that's kind of like him experiencing freedom in a way um, from the bullying that he faced the past 10 years. I so, mean, they get better, but also they get worse too. They do. Because they, do. they get better in the sense of relationships and exactly. familial, familial exactly. figures. But it also gets bad in terms of just experiences like the exactly. villains involved and yeah. just – all the in terms of anxiety the things that continuously happen but in terms of family in terms um, of it family. gets better of course yeah. like we will um go the over those chapters later but yeah. you know we but all that know was that the portion that I mentioned because like obviously in life we're going to be facing so many struggles and like it's going to be tough and maybe we're going to see like a positive outcome at the end of it but then there might be like another struggle that comes along so I just mean in the aspect, like you said, of like familial relations, because growing up, we just see him having no one. And then the next few chapters, which we'll be discussing shortly, we kind of see more people there for him. Um, so that's kind of like the takeaway that I took. It's a little bit foreshadowing into what we'll be reading next. Mm -hmm. um, but moving on, and I guess like the last question that I kind of had was, and it was kind of like, I was kind of thinking about, you know, if you were a writer and in this aspect, if you were JK Rowling and you were to take control of the chapters, would you have like done, like written anything differently, like emphasized on a specific moment or like wanted to explain something in more detail, less detail, or are you just like happy with the way she described the chapter? Because sometimes, you know, we love to take the role of an author and, you know, obviously we're analyzing these, these chapters, which is great. Um, but would you have? Yeah. I mean, I, oh, I wish I had J.K. <laughs> Rowling's writing skills. Honestly, I like I can only imagine how her brain works. Yeah. I just wish I could have like one percent of that writing skill. Yeah. Um, but to me, I feel like the chapter is perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, but I, 
I actually would have liked to see things from Petunia and Vernon's perspective, yes. um, especially when Harry gets the letter and they kick out um, Dudley and Harry. Mm -hmm. I would really love to be a fly on the wall and hear their conversation and how it unfolded and like what did they talk about i know um, it was brief and the freak out like i just want to hear their conversation what did petunia say how was you know a vernon's response so mm -hmm. that's probably something that i would have liked to see in the chapter yeah and i agree with you i when i was reading the chapter that was also another thing that stuck out to me i mean stood out to me um because they only did give us like bits and pieces to the fear and confusion that Petunia and Vernon were clearly facing when they saw Harry take hold of the letters and then the letters just like continuously streaming. Um, the other thing that I was going to mention, because like you said, we're not JK Rowling, obviously we're not like coming for her job or anything. Um, and she wrote the chapter so beautifully, but it would have also been nice to get like the perspective of the neighbor's opinions. Cause I know they briefly mentioned Mrs. Fig in the beginning of the chapter when they talked about um, Dudley knocking her down and then also how Harry was kept at her place and she babysat him because I think they went to the like Petunia and Dudley went somewhere to get something for him. So it would have kind of been like nice to like get a little bit of a brief description of Mrs. Fig or her emotions and how she felt towards the Dursleys. And also like maybe that portion where Dudley knocked her down. Cause you can clearly tell that she's been their neighbors for a while. Like she knows their mistreatment towards him. And it would have just been like really nice to see like what, even if it's just like a sentence, like, you know, for her being like a little bit more caring towards Harry or whatnot. I think it would have been great, especially because we know that she's brought up again in the series. Um, but yeah, sorry, did you have? No, I was just going to add to that and say that, yeah, it would have been really nice to see more of her mm -hmm. because then that would give us a feeling that Harry does have some external individual that kind of takes care of him and is kind of a family figure. I think that would have lessened the impact of how you know like we're, we're so sad reading this book because we mm -hmm. see the Dursley's treatment towards Harry and I feel like if we had more of Mrs. Fig and we saw how she treated him and took care of him it would have balanced out but I feel like we don't really see much of their relationship or what she does or yeah. anything like that so it's just kind of like a, a chapter that's filled with child abuse and bullying yeah. and nothing good you know yeah no I mean like just like a sentence, even if it was like a sentence of like, yeah. Mrs. Fig poured him some warm tea or something, they would have been like nice because it was difficult to read, especially like this chapter and the next one as well, because it's just mm -hmm. abuse, abuse, like bullying, you know, and it was very well written. I'm not saying anything against that, but it would have just been it, it would have just been nice to like whether it's a sentence or a paragraph, um, just get like something heartwarming <laughs> to rely yeah, on. Yeah, and the mix. Sense. Yeah, yeah, and it would have kind of been cool because, I mean, it would have been foreshadowing too in a way if you think about it because I know that she does appear again in the series and we'll discuss that much later. So it kind of would have been like a, like a cool clue because um, I think when I was reading the series the first time, I didn't pay attention to her at all. And we've mentioned a previous episode about like the importance of some of the side characters and how it would have been really nice for them to have more like... Um, like more of a character description and screen time, whatnot. So it would have been great, but I know what you mean. You're right, because maybe it would have like also taken away from uh, Harry's character arc as well. 
So, yeah. I mean, is there any other like comments or anything that from the chapter that, you know, when you read that you wanted to mention or like any other takeaways? Because I think I've for me, I've basically mentioned everything I needed to. But yeah, same. Honestly, I feel like this is one of those chapters and not that much happens. And even though there is like a like the events that do unfold, it's Mm -hmm. kind of like the same event that's dragging on. So there isn't too much to talk about. There isn't too much to talk about. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. exactly. Awesome. Well, I think we did a pretty solid job in like summarizing um, chapter three of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. And it's honestly been great doing this discussion. It was a bit more shorter, but it was a really like fun, fast read. Um, yeah, we're going back to how our initial episodes were actually, exactly. you guys, um, because we used to do 30 minutes to 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we felt that those were a little bit more like easier to follow and listen yeah. to. We got the most positive feedback from those episodes. So I think we're going to go back to chapter by chapter and also limiting our time to 30 minutes, 35. So that, you know, we stick around to what we were initially doing. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. And um like Yasmina mentioned, you know, the next couple of episodes will be summary based. So if you guys do have any comments when you like if you are reading the chapters alongside with us, or if you already have, then please feel free to shoot us an email or even message us on Instagram at podcast Potter mania, your thoughts, your opinions, anything and we'd love to like, you know, if you guys would like bring you on for another episode or mention it in another episode as well. Um, but yeah, I think that's all that we have for today. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Potter Mania. I'm your host, Ash. And I'm Yasmina. And it was great talking to you guys. Bye. Yeah, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.